0: Ron, welcome back. Uh, fields hold up nicely. Great, uh, A great summer meeting to get stuck into here.
1: Yep, because it's exciting meeting. There's depth in the races and uh, differing opinions. Uh, looking forward to the chat this morning.
0: Brad Gray's with us as always on a Saturday morning. Good morning, Brad. Good morning guys, back at HQ today, back at Ranwick Rail in the True, and
2: just to echo Duff's thoughts there, it is a fantastic punning card, you've got Fasil and Nugget as your shorties, but looking across the card elsewhere, uh, pretty much $4 the field isn't it, and a $7 favourite in the Ingham, so that is a race in particular, uh, where there's going to be plenty of different opinions, but you've also got the Razor Sharp, the Inglis Nursery, and doesn't the Nursery have a bit of a history? I was looking through the winners this morning, Wild Ruler, Will Rain, Extreme Choice, Moss Fun, Chance Buy, so... It's one of those sneaky two-yard racers that just has a habit of throwing up a, a very handy juvenile.
0: I'm tipping the punders would like to get involved here. We can find out from this man, Glenn Munsey. Morning, Muns. Yes, good morning, Richard.
3: Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning, Brad. And good morning to the listeners. Yeah, cracker of a day and a great day's racing. Uh, first day back uh, after the Renaults at Randwick. Some uh, very, very interesting vision of uh, how the track transforms when they give it a a haircut like mine, and uh, then it just bounces back. And uh, Mike Wood said, what was it, 750 tonnes of sand going into Ramwick today. So we're on a good four and a peno improved over the last two days, 5.21, 5.19, 5.12, which if you looked at normal days, you'd say, oh, geez, this track's got a bit of give in it. But this track hasn't consolidated from From the renovation, so it's just not as compact as it normally is, and that's why you get a higher, the normal Pinot reading. Uh, how do we go with the questions, Rich, to uh, work out all the Ingham colours?
0: Well, I, I think um, I think Ron got us off to a good start with the original, uh, what, the brown, colours. the brown
3: with the yellow V, or the brown with the yellow hoops.
0: Uh, brown, yellow hoops, brown sleeves and cap.
3: Yeah, so brown with the yellow V is another one. Mm. Yeah, well, black with a yellow sash, I think, is one of them
0: yep black yeah. with a
3: white star and cap yeah black with a white star cerise cap uh cerise cerise with a black cap, cerise with a black star, I think is one of them because uh, there was a
0: golden slipper that they all got a fair workout at one point there was they might have had four or five in that in that particular slipper, I can't remember yeah might have, might best... might have been strategic here even
3: yeah yeah their best winner to us was crawl <laughs> two thousand and one Stratty was one of the first futures markets we ever did at the tab, and crawl had uh had his uh, head st- stepped on from the day the market went up, uh, was an absolute skinner and one of the first futures. And they said, "Oh, how good's this? You're doing here, you know? <laughs> Is this what you do? You put these markets up and no one backs these horses? That's not too bad." Yeah, he beat his stable stablemate Higher in a photo in the Straddy of two thousand and one. Oh, I loved Higher. Mm. A... Yeah, he, uh, he was. I loved Higher too.
0: He was. He was. Don't think he won a Group One, Ronnie. I think he won about three or four Group Twos. He was a good horse.
3: Yep.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can tell you some stories about Hire. I, I was managing Larry Cassie at the time, and he's been riding Sunline. And I got to the stage where hire, it was Hire, or it was Sunline. I said, oh, God, what are you <laughs> going to do here? Um, we don't want to upset your bread and butter when you're riding for the Inghams. and uh, He ended up riding Hire, and I think it ran third or something. And and the rest is history. Greg sta- Charles stayed on Sunline, and, but Larry kept his job with
0: the uh, Inghams for a while. To, uh compromising with two, two <laughs> amazing horses that's uh anyway yeah great um great times, great animals. Let's go into our preview here and try and find these 10 winners at Randwick. Today let's get going. We start with the Arrowfield Stud Highway. 20 minutes past midday for the first race today Munz and we'll have a set uh, set weights Class 3 over the flying thousand metres. Yeah, let's go here. Salire is our toppy and it is a
3: $4.40 chance. Zoom outcome is a scratching. Two cents a win and nothing the place. Limited reality at $31. Uh, Prince Niconia is out. Two cents to win and one cent the place. Extra Flash at $10. It's just strolling at $26. Pretty Woman with the winkers on and welcome to the highways without being an emergency, Matty Dale. Uh, it is, Pretty Woman, a $9 chance. Proverbials at 19 The Storm in Me at $41. Ironic Dame is out no deduction. Dreaming for more out no deduction. London Gala at 23 Diamonds Galore at 51 Little Profit is a $26 chance. I'm not Slew at $9.50. Miss Arizona has the pads on the hind. Earmuffs will be pre-race only, and the brow band comes off, and it is a $41 chance. Penthouse, another Matty Dar runner here, $4.60. Cepedo Beauty, uh, I think we'll wait a couple of weeks for it to reappear. It's out, $0.06 cents a win and $0.08 cents a place. Clifton Springs at 16 Dima at $9.50. Tai Lung, Scratch and Kembla, uh, runs here, $26. And made a quitter's is out, no deduction. Uh, most popular runner here in the highway today is Penthouse. And even this morning, $4.80 out to $5, back into $4.60. Has 40% more than the toppy has on it, Salire, who's our favourite at $4.40 unchanged. Third pick would be I'm Not Slew. Basically remains as a $9.50 chance since Wednesday. Next pick is Extra Flash, who's out of twist today, 9.50 to 10, and then little between Pretty Woman and London Gal, who went up as much as $41, has been as short as 21 is now 23
0: Uh Brad, when uh, we spoke to Matty Dale earlier, I think you said the barrier for Penthouse, awkward may have been the word.
2: Yeah, I think that's a fair shout. She's going to have to do a little bit of work to get across. But 1,000-metre highway, you'd probably expect a little bit more speed on paper. That's not to say it won't still be truly run, but I don't think it's going to be quite as helter-skelter, as we've seen in the past over the short distances uh, with these highways. I'm Not Slow punches up. You've got Penthouse, as you say, carving across. I think she probably parks outside the lead. Clifton Springs won't be far away, and then you're looking at the likes of Extra Flash just strolling, parking up in behind, and I would expect Pretty Woman to slide across and look for a bit of cover on speed here too.
1: Yep, I agree with all that. Um, look, I think he's a fair enough price here. I'm not slew. His dry track form's great. He's got the claim. He's got an inside draw, and he's got an on-pace racing style. So, a lot to like about him. Solera, if it falls into place, he's got three kilos more now, but uh, he was just so dominant, you know, winning at this track and distance last start on that good three. And then the stablemate's Penthouse. Well, she could easily blow them away. Um, she was on that heavy track at... Uh, uh, Ballarat was good um, and that that run last preparation in that stakes race behind in secret, that stands out as a form line here and she'll go much better a pretty woman, I've got no doubt about that. 15-1 17-7.
2: Yep, I'm with I'm Not slew as well, We're going to spear forward catch me if you can, I think it's a, a nice setup for this Galloper, we know yeah. it's got a stack of speed and a four year old mare with the Scotty Singleton stable and that dry track is key to her chances and she gets that today. I'm taking a a bit of a reference through that form line because I like extra flash as well. He's going to get the run of the race. He's just going to stalk the speed. He's going to get uh, last crack peel off. Maybe I'm not slews back and get his chance in the straight. That wasn't the same case two weeks ago where he travelled wide and deep. He only went down half a length. So he went down fighting at 17 at Penthouse. Uh, maybe she's a little bit too good for these. There's some depth to her form line. So... Yeah, we don't really know where she stacks up, but she was fantastic at Ballarat there, first up in the Magic Millions Classic, and she's got that form, obviously, through in secret there in the woodlands from Scone. And one, Salire. he's going to need things fall his way, just as he did there last time out. That said, uh, he almost was a horror story, wasn't he? And, he? and he produced an amazing turn of foot to get there. So he's going to be out the back, and hopefully these leaders overdo it for his sake. 15-5, 17-1.
0: Darren Flindell calling all the action today. Be with us um, after 10 o'clock for Behind the Gates as well. Will Darren, is with number five, Extra Flash. Uh, number five to beat one, Salia. 15, I'm Not Slew, and seven, Pretty Woman. Five, one, 15, seven for Darren in race number one. Race two we go to now, Muns. This is the, Bog- the Bob Ingham AO Midway, benchmark 72 at the mile.
3: Yeah, and uh, we start with Exilatus here, who's a $3.20 chance, and that price makes it favourite. Timfinist is out, $0.08 a win and $0.09 a place. Floating at $3.60. King Rattel with the blinkers on today, or going back on, is a $5 chance. Olympic Gaze with the blinkers on at $23. Ripped a $23 chance. uh, Mediaro, a stable mate uh, here to uh, floating, is... At $9. Prince Aurelius is an $11 chance. Dragon Dream at 19 Verbeck is out, six cents a win at six cents a place. Mars, a $34 chance. Nicochet is out, ran last night, one cent the win and nothing to the place. Departing Bullet is out, no deduction. And Iverson... Sun. Is a twenty-three dollar pop. Well, the battle here is the three favourites, and the most popular of those is Exilatus, who's three dollars twenty unchanged this morning, and most popular runner this morning by eleven dollars. Second pick is King Rattel. Now he was four eighty earlier today. He goes back out to five after as much as twelve dollars was bet about it on Wednesday. And third pick is Floating, who's three ninety into three sixty today with only eleven dollars less invested on it than what Exilatus has today, uh, but significantly less than Exilatus overall. And the rest of them are very, very, very long way away from them.
0: Brad, I'm a bit of a fan of this floating, I suppose, as you see most of them as your turns for home here.
2: Yes, he will, Hainsey, and it's a little query in terms of the speed in this race, particularly after we've lost Departing parting bullet. So he's going to need to be on his game and produce a... A wicked turn of foot, as we saw in a midway a couple of starts ago. So we he bounces back to that form, hard enough to beat, but I don't think he's going to get the ideal set up because you've got Prince Aurelius, who, dare I suggest, looks to get complete control in front. The map horse in the race is Exilatus. That's why he's so popular. He just jumps straight on the back of Prince Aurelius. And Dragon Dream is the only other one you can really throw into the mix. And he's a horse that's coming back from 24 and 2100 metre races, Duff.
1: Uh, yep, um, I think he hit the nail on the head. The map horse is Exilatus and the timing is perfect. Fourth up at a mile... Uh, at home uh, from an inside draw and probably on the back of maybe a horse like uh, uh, Prince Aurelius. So I think he'll be very hard to beat. I think the dangers are King Rattel. He, he's he been, he was very good late in a much tougher race last time after a good first up run at Randwick. He seems, all his Randwick runs are very good. So I think he races well here. Um. He's right in it, floating. He was brilliant at this, at this level at Newcastle, and I think we can be a little forgiving last start. And best of the rest is this leader, Prince Aurelius, who, if he relaxes up front, he's going to give a good kick and run a run a cheeky race. One four three eight.
2: Yep, I'm with him as well, Exilatus. The price is long gone, but I think he deserves to be favourite given the setup. 1, 3, 8 and 4. You look at the three barriers he's drawn in his three runs back this time in. 10, 15 and 14. Finally draws a marble here. Brenton Abdullah will use that. Just punch up in behind the speed and he gets every possible chance. I do like the progression out to 1600 metres. He was just back slightly in trip there last time out and I think that probably told at the finish with a steerer just getting the better of him. Three, floating. He's going to need a few things fall into place here, but there's no doubt in the world he's a, a talented galloper, and if he reproduces what he did in Highway Company. Two starts ago, he's going to be hard enough to hold out. At the opposite end, he's going to be Prince Aurelius. Catch me if you can. He gets the ideal setup to run up to his best, a dry track, 1,600 metres, and in a race he can control. So I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him fighting at the finish. at Double figure odds and four, King Rattel. Gets the blinkers on here. I love the pairing with Nash Willer. Doesn't look the most straightforward horse to ride. He takes a little while to click through his gear, so he does pair well with
0: Nash. One, three, eight and four. Darren Flindell's numbers here for the Bob Ingham AO Midway uh, race number two on the day, and uh, Darren goes the way of one Exolatus, his best bet on the program, to beat three Floating, four King Rattel, and nine Dragon Dream. One, three, four, and nine for Darren in race two. Race three is the Jack Ingham AO handicap. Uh, Mun's a benchmark seventy-two at the eleven hundred metres.
3: Yeah, we start with some scratchings here uh, in uh, Rubiquitous. And uh, why haven't I written that down? Sorry about that. Uh, I'll get them now. Uh, Rubiquitous is out in the deductions there. $0.05 a win and $0.06 a place. Rubitar is out, $0.09 a win and $0.10 a place. So Sacrimony is our first runner at $4.40. And that now could make it favourite, in fact it is, $4.40 favourite. Billionaire Baby, who will be carrying the Ingham Colours today, of course it's owned by Greg Ingham, uh, with a nasal strip on and it's at $7.50. Vianello at $10. Mabel is a $15 chance. Fielding is out, the deduction there, $0.03 cents a win and $0.03 the place. Next runner is he Goes and it is a $10 chance. And again, with the visor off, and it is a $21 elect electrica uh, who ran last night, is out $0.03 cents a win and $0.03 cents a place. Title Impact is at $15. Lord Paramount is outrun last night, $0.02 cents a win and nothing to place. Peremptory at $23. Operative, $4.60. Diamond Dealer outruns at Kembla, $0.02 cents a win and nothing to place. And Iona Merck, named after Ronnie, at $4.80. Uh, most popular runner here, we've got to look right down to the bottom, runners and operative, the most popular runner here over Iona Merck and it's 5-480 to 480 this morning Iona Merck and third pick is Sacrimony so the three favourites are the top
0: three picks How's the speed shape up bro?
2: Yeah, well, I imagine the reason for that support, Hainsey, Uh, Iona Merck, is that all of a sudden the barrier doesn't look quite as frightful, given we've lost a fair few speed horses. So I think we can downgrade this race from maybe being fast run to moderately run. I've got Tidal Impact punching up, holding the front. Iona Merck, I think, now slides across, sits outside the lead operative. Uh, He's a pretty fast horse, albeit coming back to 1,100 metres. He'll take advantage of the low draw here to park up in behind the speed again. And maybe Billion Dollar Baby uh, can find us a one-out-one-back.
1: Yeah, I'm quite keen on I know he's eligible for easier races, I, Anna Merck, but I love what I've seen from him. Um, I could make a case he could be unbeaten. Uh, hopefully he's learnt from a, a couple of experiences now. And I, 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 look, I don't mind the draw now. Like, like Brad said, I think he can stride across here and get into his rhythm and get a bit of confidence. Uh, yep, I think he can win. I think the dangers are uh, sacramony, He's probably a little bit disadvantaged with a little speed coming out of this race now. Uh, but he still was excellent there first up. Been a very fast race uh, behind quick tempo. Um, there seems to be a lot of stable confidence about this billion-dollar baby. She might be the saver in the race, actually. Um, she's looked very good at her trials. And she's always been work in progress, You know, doing a few little things wrong. And I think she's had a few issues. And... Um, Yeah, I think she's ready to go here today, and best of the rest is 14 operative, who's done a good job winning two straight. 16, 3,
2: 4, 14. Yeah, with that horse, 14 operative, he's kind of no fuss, just slips under the radar, keeps getting the job done, and maybe does exactly that again today. Um, I guess the argument is that, yeah, well, he's had the run of the race in his two wins today, but you look at this map, and he's going to find himself no identical spot. And if he can cope with just the drop back from 1,200 to 1,100 meters, he's got to be somewhere in the finish. There's some depth to that form line. Uh, he beat Felix Majestic, who came out and smashed the clock subsequently. So he's hard enough to beat. $4 billion baby. I'm terrified of her as well here, Duff. Oh, I love the way that she trailed this time back. And it sounds funny to say that a man that's won three from six, roundly just scraping the surface as far as what she's capable of doing. But there's every chance that she goes to another level again. This time back, 16, Iona Merck. He's the horse that I've had to promote uh, looking at the map now. He just rolls across, parks outside the lead, no weight on his back, and had that hard luck story to tell last time out. And Sacrimony, he'll be flooding home at the finish, whether he's looking for a little bit further now than the 1,100 meters. He, of course, was quite good over a 1,000 meters first up, but I'm just wondering if that just takes the edge off him. Still, he'll be doing his best work through the line. 14-4, 6-3.
0: uh, the Jack Ingham, uh, Darren's numbers here for race three at Randwick today. And he's with number 16, Iona Merck, to beat six, Maybell, four, Billion Dollar Baby, and three, Sacramony. 16, six, four, and three, Darren's numbers for race three. Race four is the Max Brenner Christmas Cup. Listed race over the 2,400 metres here. Muns, you'd be a, a Max Brenner fan, wouldn't you, Muns? I don't know. Who's Max Brenner? Makes pretty good chocolate, I believe. No. Milkshakes, no, no. everything, to do, everything no. chocolate-wise, I think, is no, Max. Temple,
3: temple me, Richard. If you made Pepsi Max or Peroni, I'd probably know him. <laughs> it's, it. it it's got make it's make your hair, It's got
0: your hairstyle. That's not sure. interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: yeah. Right, uh, let's have a look at Max's race anyway. Good on you, mate. Um, Dr. Drill uh, looking to break back into the winner's stool. Uh, glue-on shoes on the front and synthetic hoof filler on the off-hind. So he's got uh, some... Tootie troubles, you'd have to think. Doctor Drill, uh, he's a five-dollar chance here. That makes him second pick in the race. Warning is at nine dollars and fifty cents. Torrens with the winkers on at forty-one dollars. Bonnie Ezra is a seven-dollar chance. Regal Lion at six dollars. Gin Martini back from Melbourne for Sarge at five dollars and fifty cents. Pale King at fourteen. McGeehan, off the midweek winner twenty-one. Criminal Code at twenty-one. Rondino at four dollars and eighty cents. And Kozluka. Is a sixty-one dollar chance. Not the busiest betting race of the day, but the most popular runner is Rondino. He went up four fifty all in, four sixty final field. Got to as much as five fifty. Was five yesterday, back into four eighty this morning. Uh, second pick would be Doctor Drill, who's just out of roll this morning. Four dollars eighty out to five dollars. Third pick, little between Bonnie Ezra and Regal line and then push Regal line out a half point this morning.
0: Um- Brad, nice to see McGee in here. What did what did Martha say when he won the other day? They've won this race six or seven times. Yeah, think, uh, something like that? Paul's had that that a crazy good record in this
2: race. Yeah, he does. And why not have a throw at the stumps? He was scratched from Wednesday for this, so uh, yeah, why not? Why not? He's going to find himself on top of the speed, I imagine. Here, I think there's going to be a few different interpretations of how they might settle in this race. I've got Warning leading, uh, being given a dig by Nash in the early stages. A horse that kind of grinds away on top of the speed. Pale King won't be far away. Gin Martini won't be far away. I think McGeehan comes across and might sit outside the lead. And then you've got Torrens. It's the one that I've got a query over because he can settle back, he can settle forwards.
1: So I don't really know where he's going to find himself in the run here, Duff. Yeah, he's the one I've got a query on as well. Last time he led to this distance, he won. Um, and warning is a horse that could find him... He, he just takes him 200, 300 metres to find any speed at all. Mm. So that inside draw might be no good for him to race on the speed. Uh, but I'm sure he'll come out aggressive anyway, Nash. A competitive race. Um, do you think there's six chances in a race like this? Um, I'm, look, I'm left with Regal line uh, he, he got under their guard once he found that soft, uh, that dry track at Sandown, second up at 30 to one, which he should, never should have been, after failing on the heavy. And and then he back on a good track last time. He was an eye catcher. So I just feel that's the key to him. And he's, the timing's right for him to hit a mile and a half So I'm, I'm with Regal Lion. I think Dr Drill He just wasn't right in the little dance But he bounced back with a better run there Third up last time And he gets to 2400 metres now Where he's got a solid looking record Bonnie Ezra Another one Timing's right Fourth up off a win And come up well And Gin Martini will just keep slogging away there Back from two mile I can make a case for warning I'm on the wrong side of Rondino but he's got a very good chance as well it's one of those races an opinion race but 5, 1, 4 and 6
2: Yep, Rondino for me I'm going to throw the the red and yellow tie on today with Hickey and cheer home Rondino so I was with him last uh, bit of a hard luck story uh, would he have won? maybe not but I do like the set, out, set up getting back at the 2400 metres and I think this is a race that Greg has had circled for a while just getting back out to the to the mile and a half. So he's going to see most of these turning for home, but maybe that's not a bad thing with him. He's a type of horse that likes a bit of clear air, and if he's got a, a bum to follow at the right point in the race there, we'll leave that to Tyler Schiller. I think he's going to be very hard to hold out. We know he's got a, a turn of foot to make up a couple of lengths in the straight. One Dr. Drill, a long time out of the winner's stall, 33 133 weeks, but he continues to, to race well, continues to tease. He's going to... Just lob into a lovely position here with Brenton Avdala doing the steering. Do no work from the gate. And he'll get his chance to break that drought for Bonnie Ezra. We're not getting $41 anymore, but I imagine that was just the the bonus on the way through. He's even better suited out to 2,400 metres. And two, warning. uh, When he pairs with Nash, they inevitably run well. Uh, They've combined three times in the past for two victories. 10-1, 4-2.
0: Hey, uh, looking at the numbers here for Darren in the staying race on the day, the Christmas Cup, and Darren Flindell is with number seven, Pale King. Nice odds here to beat 10, Rondino, 4, Bonnie Ezra, and 6, Gin Martini, 7, 10, 4, and 6 for Darren in race four. Race five, $500,000 up for grabs here. This is the English Nursery, restricted, listed at the 1,000 metres, muns.
3: Yeah, wow. What about it? Uh, into 165 now at the 170 So let's start at mm. the top. It's always the best way to do it. Uh, Alpha Vita here for Angelo Vasili is a $151 chance. I tell you what, his two trials, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, Bold Julius is a $17 chance. He had blinkers on in his first trial and no blinkers the second trial. Uh, Bold Julius at $17. Disneck. Rick's in again today at $7. The Little Pumper is a $9 chance. Works is out. It's in in Brisbane. No deduction. Blanc de Blanc at $5.50. Cathay Bracelet is out. I think it's in a Kembla. No deduction. Facile, odds on, $1.70. Historia Girl at $251. Line of Law at $34. Mercury Rose at $71. Saltaire. At $26 and Tango Fever at $26. Uh, I wouldn't say it's complete one way traffic, but it's pretty close to it. It's uh, about 65% of the money here for Sile, 260 in the all in. Went up two sixty on Wednesday, two hundred twenty Thursday, two dollars yesterday, was into one hundred sixty five by yesterday afternoon, opened one hundred sixty five this morning out to one hundred seventy, has what, seven times the amount of money on its nearest rival, which is Disneck. Third pick would be Bold Julius, who's twenty three into seventeen this morning after we gave as much as sixty one dollars about it. And fourth pick would be Saltaire.
0: Um, facile here Brad I suppose looks looks pretty natural she'll be up there somewhere.
2: She does so it all comes down to how well these two year olds jump but I imagine if she pings out like she has in the trials and musters enough speed to cross, No Dollar won't disappoint her, uh, he'll just let her roll to the front so line of law did lead over 900 metres on debut in the Max Leeds Classic hat and has drawn underneath for seals so won't be far away the little pumper, uh, yes trained by Gabe Stadium Adrian Bopp, but I've got him more as a style of horse, it's probably going to take a sit. a story, a girl, I thought showed good toe in her trials, she won't be far away, and then I guess they've got a decision to make uh, with Blanc de Blanc from that wider draw here, Duff.
1: Uh, yep, and um, <clears throat> I just think um, Fasile has is, is probably got an issue crossing line of law, I think, um, with Disneck in the race, there'll be one up front and one out the back, so I, I think Fasil probably might, if if line of law comes out aggressive... I think he might just pop up outside there, Abdullah, Wow, you're telling me there's not much money for her. You know, I'm, I think I made her the better the day when she was two sixty and uh, I dollar seven. Look, I think she'll win, but um, I got an even money limit on her. I uh, just love what I've seen. She's run time. She's had the away trials. She appears a natural, and it has to be hard to beat on what we've seen um, in those two trials. I think, uh, just neck with race experience. He's going to be the one, if the, if it's, you know, down the outside today, it's certainly going to be like last time. He's going to be hard to hold out. Yeah, likeable, a little pumper, and no knock from Adrian this morning. He, he likes the horse, so he's got to be right amongst the thicker things and blank to blank with just with the, uh, Just with the SP profile of last start, Lurie McDonald for one ride at Newcastle. Must be a a big boom on this. I am Vincible Colt, or Philly she is. And I agree with Glenn. I've seen worse 150 to 1 chances than Alpha Vita. Uh, Hit the line very nicely in a couple of trials, and she's one of these Morrises that um, might be an improver.
2: 8, 3, 4 and 6. Yep, I'm with her as well. Like the rest of the country, it seems. 8, 4, 12 and 6. Nobody missed her trials. She did everything right there. She ran time and... You take a line through her latest trial there, and she beat the Gym Crack winner there in Platinum Jubilee under a little bit of pressure, uh, and there was three lengths between them. So, yeah, the market hasn't missed her due to the nature of her trials, but she's clearly the horse to beat. for the little pumper. Now, I think he's a horse that's going to be strong through the line, which I do like here, over a 1,000 metres, when a few of these maybe are just gassing that last little bit. He's going to be strong. He's going to be surging. We know the stable are in terrific form. 12, Salter. The reason I've got Salter ahead of Blanc de Blanc is just the price basis, and, and where... She's going to find herself in the run can you make a case that one deserves to be 26 dollars and one deserves to be five dollars50 I say no uh, and I think she runs well here so Blanc de Blanc, no not there as Duff mentioned uh, you don't see too many two-year-olds go around a dollar 12 on debut, so there's obviously a, a bit of a wrap around for for this galloper eight four 12 and six
0: year olds here in the English nursery and uh, Darren will call these youngsters home and he is tipping number eight facile to beat six Blanc de Blanc three disneck and ten line of law eight six three and ten for Darren in the English nursery on to race six we go uh Munz. the Phillies and Mayors get their chance here in the West group MacArthur handicap race six the benchmark 88 1200 meters
3: Yes, and if you'd like to back Fuss Isle in the slipper, please do so. Uh, it is a $17 chance with Tab. Uh, 26 21 yesterday into $17 today. So uh, that's your, your slipper update there. And if it uh, wins today, no doubt we'll get carved up in the slipper. Uh, righto, let's go to race number six now, where our first runner is Brooke Spire. And it is, if I click on the right race, it'd be handy, at $5 chance. Rossa Rosa comes back from a tie-back operation. It's a $12 chance. Queen Bellissimo is at $7. Authentic Jewel with the synthetic filler on the front, $3.80. That price makes it favourite. Nicky's Flings back at the races today. For person and the Gold Edge team, it's a $13 chance. Twice as special at $23. Cur Royale with a cross-nose band on, trying to get it to settle, is a... Uh, $4 chance. Per in a way. Uh, now, Dylan Gibbons, no claim here. He's riding at 53 and a half today. It's a $7 chance. Moshed up for Beaver at $31 and Sunborn is out $0.05 cents a win and $0.05 cents a place. Most popular runner here is Brooke Spire, uh, the toppy. Uh, it has uh, doubled the investment on Authentic Jewel. Third pick would be Kerr, Royale, and then back to Barossa Rosa.
2: How does your map look, Brady? Race 6. Authentic jewelies. You've got the stalemate Queen Bellissimo probably outside moshed up. Uh, just trails the speed here. And Cur Royale, not sure what they do with her first dump. Do they drag back and just let her find her feet and hit the line? Or do they try and take that position one out one back, which looks to be available, though?
1: Yeah, well that's up to Cur Royale because I don't like the way she's uh, been keen in, in the, especially the first trial. And the crossover nose band suggests that they're trying to slow her down. And working first up is not the not the norm for the stable. Mm. So I could easily make a case, yep, stride across outside uh, authentic jewel, but then you might be caught in a squeeze box with her stable mate, Queen Bellissimo, holding her out three deep. Uh, So there's lots of ways to look at the angle of the speed map here. Um, Look, there's probably lots of negatives with Brookspire as far as the weight Um, when you're Delve right into a form She might be better on a little bit wet, a softer track Even though she's won on a good track But she has got me in with her trials I think she's come back really well Didn't really They put put her straight away When she pulled up lame there at Scone And you just go back to some of that form You know, the expat form You know, she started at $1.30 in, in a bell of the turf uh, Where expat beat her that day And then she's got form in the Magic Millions And uh, Phillies and Mare's Race Beyond Snap Dancer We know what she's done since that is got to be five lengths better form than this field so i'll gamble on that even though she she might be coming here a run short and headed for the mag, magic means again as will cur royal so there's evidence to say that they're both here as a start off race but i just think she could be could be too good for them one on top authentic jewel is going to look the winner for a long way barossa rose is very dangerous and she looks trained up, first up, and there's plenty of intent there. And I think she's had a throat operation this preparation, so hopefully breathing better. And ker Royale, yeah, look, if she executes well, she's got a terrific hope. Uh, but uh, just that little question mark where she fits in. One, four, two, and 7.
2: Yeah, I've gone with the setup horse here, just flip around those top two, three, one, six, and two, authentic jewel. I think a lot of people are going to look at this race and say, well, is she going to run out a strong 1,200 beta? She hasn't had too many chances to do that. I've only seen it once over the journey in the past. And. That was in the listed Gosford Guineas, uh, where Bacchanalia beat her and King of Sparta ran third. So I think that does suggest she'll get it. She's hard fit. She'll make her own luck. She looks to control things here, and I think that makes her hard to chase down. That's no knock at all on the talent of Brooks Fly. I think she's very much the best mare in the race. It's just the setup just makes me a little bit scared. Maybe she is too good to overcome it, uh, yet to win below 1,200 metres. First up, improvement to come. Uh, but like Duff, I've been super impressed about the way that she's trialled. Six twice as special. Not too many races go around uh, which twice as special where I don't give her some kind of mention, and that's the case again here. Uh, I like the booking of Tim Clark. Uh, she doesn't have a, a huge margin to turn around on authentic Jewel from last day, and she didn't have a lot of luck there. So, yeah, she probably prefers to sting out of the ground, but she's one to throw into your exotics. And two, Barossa Rosa is a very good fresh horse, and there was a bit of intent about the way she trailed more recently. Three, one, six, and two.
0: Looking at the numbers here for Darren Flindell, race six at Randwick today, and Darren is in the corner of number two, Barossa Rosa. So, be four authentic, jewel one, Brookspire, and seven, Kurt Royale. Two, four, one, and seven. Race seven is the Razor Sharp handicap, a listed race. Good group of sprinters. A race Muns won back in two thousand and seven by a horse named Takeover Target. So, some smart ones have won this sprint over the time.
3: Yes, and. Um didn't take over Target lose. Uh,
0: was it a race, race on New Year's Vilias Day? On yes. Protest.
3: Yeah. Uh, was it the Villiers he lost on protest? Take over
1: uh, I don't think it was the. Oh, I don't know. It was Was it Ramwick? Or was it? The, well, I remember uh, a dynamic. Was it the razor
3: sli- sharp that he won on protest? I don't. I don't know. There no, I a, thought it was a do- blow up.
1: Uh, Richard Gallen yeah. will tell you, he knows about that protest I think he's,
3: Yeah, yeah. Right, well we we'll, we'll digress which is unusual for us <laughs> uh, righto, And sponsored by Racing and Sports So uh, there'll be a few Racing and Sports team there today at the races So uh, we start with 11.11 here and he's a $12 chance Taxu is at $19, Rangers at $19 Waihaha Falls with synthetic hoof filler on the front was a $3.50 favorite and still is. Sky Command at 11. Najmati at 14. Fox Fighter at 15. Much, much better with the synthetic hoof filler on the near hind at 16. Dragonstone at $9.50. Brigantine at $4.20. King of Hastings at 18. Superium with the blinkers on and the winkers off at $34. And Surreal Step is a $34 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is Sky Command, always is. Second pick is Brigantine. Third pick is Waihaha Falls. And fourth pick is Dragonstone. So nothing really out of the ordinary.
0: Was it, Rodney, the 2008 Villiers, honouring war, protested against him? Yes. Something well, was, like that. And the, well, Villiers was, the Villiers was 1,400 metres.
1: Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, it might have been. Then. It might have been the Razor Sharp, but obviously, yeah, the Villiers was 1400 That might have been, yeah. Because I remember been. it was the dynamic communication colours. from
3: EI or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Where's our historian? Well, it was a popular
1: yeah. result that day. It was a very popular yeah. result. <laughs> no,
3: no doubt your team of researchers behind you there, Richard, yeah. will be visibly looking up Miller's Guide and all the other publications to work this out.
0: So you haven't seen those uh, people around here for a while, that's, that's for sure, but never mind. Uh, look, good race, Brad, isn't it? Good sprint. It how, is. how do you see them setting up here for the Razor Sharp?
2: Well, Sky Command probably holds the key to the speed and how truly run it is. Is she happy to, to hand up here and maybe take a trail uh, over 1,200 metres? I'm thinking probably. That leaves much, much better as the potential leader here. First up, nice and fresh off a nice trail, Taksu. I know he's more of a 1,400-metre control horse, but 1,200 metres, he's still got the speed to put himself right there from the gate, and I think Rangers comes out positive, and just lets Taxu slide across and maybe takes that one out, one back trailing position, Duff.
1: Yeah, I think Skytuck Command will, if much, much better, Brock Ryan shows intent, I think she will hand up, and just uh, find the rail in front of, behind him, uh, because he's, he could be a pretty quick horse first up much, much better. I, look, I think there's three hopes here. I'm with Brigantine. I think the setup's beautiful for him. He likes Ramwick. He's had a lovely little fresher to come back in distance here with a soft trial win, and I think that that Valana form has to be good here, especially with 53 kilos. Well, look, I'm not disrespecting Wahaha Falls. He dropped seven kilos here. He's a talented horse, and... Uh, He's certain to be charging into the finish late here. The other one is de- definitely much, much better. He's the forgotten horse here. He's a tough on pace top uh, type who's he's very good fresh and he looks way over the odds if he's right. Um, and I'll throw in 11-11. That was a nice trial, just saying he is back on track and this time if he's here, a little chance to King of Hastings uh, in the worst part of the track there last start. Man, he has got second up form and no weight. Ten, four and eight, going in the quaddy then from one. I've seen it the same way here. Ten, four, eight and five. Ten,
2: Brigantine, eight weeks between runs. But the ease of that tick-over trial win there at Hawks, we suggested he can pick up where he left off. And if he does, he's hard to beat on the strength of that Silver Eagle form. You go back to his first up win over this same track and trip in this same grade. Uh, it was a big win there coming from well back. I think he parks up closer here, handles all tracks, no weight on his back. Very hard to beat. Four-way ha- falls. He plummeted seven kilos himself from Newcastle last time. Maybe that just anchored him late there. Went second to Coal Crusher. Want to trust that form reference? I've oh, seen Coda Hill come out and and frank it there, just being gunned down late by Cavalier Charles. So maybe a little query in terms of whether he'd want just the sting out of the ground to make him even more effective but he'll handle it fine no problems eight much 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 better i've got him as the best outsider in the race as well he has money past three first up and the latest to a double figure odd. so he's got a bit of a history of just slipping the net slipping the guard there of punters that won't happen for me today i've missed him a couple of times on the way through and five sky command uh, how can you knock her she's just racing as well as ever and she maps to get favors if she does take the trail 10
0: 4 8 and 5 Okay, race seven, the Razor Sharp, good sprint, and uh, Darren Flindell's numbers, the way he sees race number seven uh, is 10 Brigantine on top to beat four Waihaha Falls, seven Fox Fighter, and one 11 11. 10 4, 7 and 1 in race seven. Race eight is our feature. The group two, the Ingham, racing for $2 million over the mile here, runs.
3: Yeah, and the 2007 Villiers was run in 2008. On the 5th of January, and honour and war defeated to take over target via protest. And that is the only time Chris Waller has trained the winner of the Villiers. Hmm. So uh, there's a little bit. could have used that. I'll, I'll be taking over Paul Ambrosoli's job here shortly. Yeah, um, might as well get everyone else's. Righto, here we go. Wetor returning today at the top here, $7.50. Uh, does that price make it favourite? Pretty close to it. Surely $7.50 the field. Go down here. Um Ryder. We've got Yeah, 750 is the favorite. Wetor seven fifty favourite for the Ingham. Sunshine Rising is an eighteen dollar chance. Polly Gray at fifty one. Kerwins Lane at seventeen. Surf Dancer at twenty-three dollars. Riadini, the gong winner, at nine dollars. Burdebeck at seventy-one. Lions Roar um is forty-one dollars. Skylab at nineteen dollars. Sky Man. Nashrawilla one kilo over here at this stage at $34 A Tissue is at $9.50 New Mandate 21 Bartholomew Diaz with the glue-on shoes on the front off at $23 Diamil is an $8.50 chance Arameo is at $34 Dajran is a $10 chance Brutality at $8 Spirit Ridge with the blinkers off at $34 Long Villas at $19, Wild Planet at $26 and Scratch the rest. Most popular runner is Do- uh, no, hang on, not die Mill. Uh, it is Brutality. Uh, Brutality, most popular runner. $9 into $8 so far uh, today. Second pick is Dye Mill and it was as much as $10 earlier today third pick. We've probably got to go back towards the top here and tell you that it is the toppy in Huetor and it is uh, $6.50 out to $7.50 so far this
0: morning. Uh, Brad, these horses are pretty much set in their ways. I mean, could you see a change of tactics off a map you're looking at at all? Mm, good question. No, not really. No, they look
2: pretty set in stone, don't they? So you've got Gabe Waters and Adrian Bott. I've got the, the speed hand here from those wide draws. I think Surf Dancer comes across and leads Dodge run, uh, he maybe sits outside. Riyadini looks for just a park in behind the speed. Outside of that, uh, you're looking at Spirit Ridge, nice and fresh over the mile here, drawn low. He won't be far away. Polly Gray has got some tactical speed to, to use the draw. And Wild Planet, uh, he won't be far away either. He went very fast in front there last start and just got swallowed up that last little bit. Maybe they look for a, a touch of cover here, but he won't be far away uh, regardless. But, yeah, interesting in terms of the early part of this, of this race is every chance that they just drop anchor in the middle stages here, Duff.
1: Yeah, it'll be typical Waterhouse spot out hard, Mm. show intent then drop it, drop the anchor, get them all pulling and reefing and not wanting to make an early move and it could be messy Um, but I tell you what it's a competitive race, it's a beauty I'm with old mate here, uh, Brutality just keeps getting in with these finishing bursts which your horses that race back in the field can suck you in with sectional times but he did win this last year, I think Joe knows him well, he's set up well and uh, if things if he get into a three wide running line here and not be tailed off, um, I, I think he's got a good little chance. I think Wettor is going to be easy because uh, everyone's just got it as a, a, a mid you know, mid prep tick over run for next prep. But jeez, he's 16 starts and he's a Group One winner, and I liked his trial. Uh, he's going to be the forgotten horse. You know, he's got to get to a price where someone's going to think he's attractive. Uh, Riadini, yep. Um, he's found his winning form now And uh, I think he can hold it uh, He needs a lot of luck uh, You know, uh, Adrian said this morning You're going to ride him the same way Well if they try and ride him the same way Fifth or sixth He's going to be wide off the track here I think he'll be a bit more uh, A bit more aggressive than that And 12 new mandate I think he might be a bet he, Hopefully he's got a little bit of gate speed More gate speed nice and fresh Because he's got the draw To put himself in the first half Seven, eight horses here and I think he's got talent, this horse, and he comes out of a proper race. You know, If I, I want to make room for Sunshine Rising, Dye Mill and Daz Run for the quaddie as well, but you can't have them all. 17 one 6, 12
2: will tell you what, the punters haven't missed Dye Mill here. $8.50 mm. now. Uh, I'm with him. Uh, he continues to, to trend the right way. Um, I know the gong and the festival stakes might be the more recent lead-ins. But I've got the Five Diamonds pegged as a pretty strong reference in its own right. That fourth Ellsberg where the track record is broken. Reads well for this. We've seen Uncle Brendan Milford frank that form. Freshened up since then. I think it's a lovely preparation coming back from 1,800 Vaders. And the cherry on top was how well he trialed recently. So I think he's in a really good spot. Takes advantage of the low draw. He's not a go-forward horse by any stretch of the imagination. But just parks up midfield and gets his chance from there. Six, Riadini. An extra two and a half kilos after his win in the gong. That, of course, broke a run of outs. But mild dry track. Uh, that's his bread and butter. Nine, Skyman. I've got uh, a little spot here for both the, the Sky brothers. Sky Lab being the first of those. I thought he was fantastic there last start, just in the in the worst ground there. Uh, Kembla Grange. I don't love barrier one for him. Uh, so we're going to need a clever ride here from Josh Parr, but he's riding in fantastic form and we're looking to navigate off the fence at the right time. And Skyman, $34, seems a ridiculous price. I know he's going to need a, a little bit of luck there from the wide gate with Nash doing the steering. But if
0: he gets it, geez, I think he's, he's ready to peak and do something. Four, six, nine, and ten. What a race. Let's have a look and see how Darren Flindell sees the Ingham. Race eight, 20 minutes to five if you're out and about doing other things. Darren's with 16, Dajran to beat 17, Brutality, nine, Skylab, and 12 new mandates, 16, 17, nine, and 12. What a race the Ingham is. Race nine we go to now, Munns. Thanks, Bob and Jack Ingham, Handicap, benchmark 88 at the mile.
3: Yeah, and uh, good advertisement for those people that have shopped early. Their dye mill was a $21 chance on Wednesday. It's now $8.50. Right up. The thanks, Bob and Jack Ingham. Now we start with Nugget who's back to black figures. It's a $2 chance. Well, no, it has got to be black, hasn't it? Uh, dashing Willoughby, for good shoe polish fans there. Nose roll on, tongue tie on, bit lifter comes off at $101. Parry Sound at $101. Cisco Bay at $8.50. Steely with the blinkers back on at 10 fun fact with the blinkers off at 41, Jojo was a man at 13 Navy Cross out, no deduction Ascension out, runs in Melbourne 4 cents a win at 4 cents a place Bullfinch 650, Pesto at 51, Outlandos 34, Irish Legend at 12 and my mate Mahagoni is a $10 chance Well he's the most popular runner nugget but I think a lot of people holding off on this race to see whether or not he got a start in the Ingham, Uh, but he's the most popular runner here, about a third of the investment on the Race, second pick Jojo as a man, third pick Bullfinch.
0: Speed in race nine, Brad. A
2: bit tricky. Fun fact looks your leader here, uh, and he's not really a 1600 metre horse, so Nugget won't be far away. I think he takes advantage of Barry One, just parks in behind the speed. Next, you're looking at Irish Legend, not far away. Pesto can race handy, and maybe Jojo as a man can find himself right on top of the speed here, given the lack of tempo, Doff.
1: Yep, I'm going to pick it up here. We're running a bit late. Do we uh, go to a split screen or Sky 2 if we run late? Uh, uh... We just It just gets
0: pulled all together. <laughs> we go yeah, to ten... the wireless. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ten on top, uh, Bull Finch. I just think you know, they're getting closer in the market now, which they should be. Look, I know he's got a few convictions, uh, old mate, but I think he got his confidence in Brisbane and his couple of runs here have been good. So... I'll lean his way. He's very hard to beat, Nugget. He's getting out to a more realistic price now. I think you might even trade better, but he, he does look promising. Uh, seven, Jojo was a man. Well, uh, the ones that if you got the $31, you'd be happy. They, they give him the short back and sides now, 13. Uh, if he puts his right foot forward, he, he could win this race. And 13, Irish legend, just the map. And he just maps so well, second up here and fitter. I've got an eye on Pesto in the yard. 10, 1, 7 and 13.
2: One, four, seven, and 10. Nugget, uh, I think all being equal, he's a little bit too good for these, even with the 61 kilos. That's after the claim of Zach Lloyd. He's lightly raced. He's still got upside, and we saw a glimpse of what he's capable of doing there last start. So a repeat of that. He's hard to beat, as the market suggests. For Cisco Bay, he's hard to knock. He just continues to, to front up. He brings up the half century of starts there. Today, he's never raced better, uh, and that festival stakes fifth, beaten just two lengths by Dajran, does read well for this. Jojo was a man, I had him in the mix as well, thinking that $26, $30 was over, he's been well found now, but his Randwick form is fantastic. You've just got to take that leap of faith to, to think that he can find his best form again, because he has been a touch below his best this time back, and 10 Bullfinch through that same uh, nugget form race, One, four, seven, and 10
0: Okay, see if, uh, if Darren is a fan of this favourite in race number nine on the day. Darren Flindell's numbers for race nine at Randwick. One Nugget to beat 10 Bullfinch, five Steely, seven Jojo as a man, one, ten, five and seven. Tenth and last now, Munns, is the PFD Handicap finish off of the benchmark 78 at the 1,400 metres.
3: Yeah, and that $2 about Nugget is one out. Uh, is that best odds there. Lay of the day? Uh, no, I think it's a bit early for that. Yeah, too early. Too early. I think they just want to, you know, they put it up to 10. Uh, righto, the last. Night of Power, not there. Democracy Manifest. Uh, Darren, will be ready for it. At $3. Uh, lovely Esteem at 11. Bergen at $26. Mottie Ditto is out, no deduction. Astero at 10. So am I, 11. High Court at 61. Sweet Ruby out, 7 cents a win and 8 cents a place. There's a stable on fire. Kim War. Uh Ben the knee at 26. I am lethal out. Out, seven cents a win and seven cents a place. Arna Kerr, nine dollars and fifty cents. Kanazawa at eight dollars. Ban at eleven. Bugalugs a winner last night at Canterbury, no deduction. It's out. Robusto carrying the Ingham Cerise at eight dollars. Kobe Rocks is out, no deduction. Then we go to Toretto at $19 and bluff and bluster Tyler Schiller your rider there at 51 yeah I didn't think I'd get through 10 races no, uh, but I got, got like. through 9.5 thank you very much Marley for that uh, interjection uh, Rider, let's have a look here and tell you that Democracy Manifest's most popular runner double the investment on its nearest rival Benju, third pick so am I
0: how's the map here Brad
2: Bergen looks your leader, Astero won't be far away, not a lot of go-forward horses, a lot of of horses here that like to find their feet, so I think Banjoo finds himself right there, and maybe your mate Arnaker can take advantage of a low gate here, Duff.
1: Yeah, I thought he could race a little closer, maybe even Ben the Knee could race a little closer. Um... I'm going to tip him because he gets the right run here. I want to be forgiving on the worst part of the track at Kembler and just at the price factor. I've got him on top of Democracy Manifests. Six scratchings have helped him. Um, He's not going to be four lengths last here, so he's going to be likable for plenty. Robusto scratchings have helped him as well. Um, he'll get a cheer if he looms up And Banju box seats with uh, no weight on his back here 12 to 16, 14 A little watch on lovely esteem first up Who just poked out the back of the trial But maybe later on for her
2: Yep, I'll rip through these 14, 2, 4 and 13 I like the setup and I like the price for Banju uh, it Comes through that democracy manifest form reference and he was wide the trip so I think there's improvement to come from him, democracy manifest, the only knock is just his pattern, Uh, he needs things to fall into place given he's a little bit one dimensional, four Bergen might be the big uh, improver here I don't think he had the right set up there, first up he'll spear forward, catch me if you can and 13 Kanazawa, better run than it reads on paper there first up, 14, 2, 4 and
0: 13 Okay, checking out Darren's numbers in the 10th and last at Ramwick today and Darren Flindell is tipping number 2, democracy manifest to beat 16 Robusto, 12 Vina and 14 Banju 2, 16, 12 and 14. Best bets time, Ronnie. It uh, was going to be for Seal,
1: but I've got an even money limit on her, which is looking unlikely. So let's make it Best
0: Bet Race 3, number 16, Iona Merck. Good on you, Ron. We'll speak next Saturday. Enjoy the races. See you, guys. Ron Duffercy out there at Ramwick today. Brad, your best on the day. Best for me, race
2: eight, number four, Diamil, in what is a very open Ingram, but I think he sets up beautifully. And race 10, number
0: 14, Banju. So a couple there at a bit of odds. Thank you, mate. We'll see you during the week. Thanks, guys. Great, great, Ron Duffercy. And uh, yeah, Munns goes nine o'clock, these markets. See what's, uh, what the tab and the putters would like to do from now.
3: Yeah, that's when we get fair dick'em. Uh jockeys challenge Brent Abdullah very short, a dollar forty over Nashra Willer at six, any other jockey ten, Rachel King fifteen, Tommy Berry, Zach Lloyd, Karen McAvoy all twenty one and Timmy Clark at thirty four dollars. Uh let's go, baby and rip into today.